Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us this morning as we discuss God's Word. But before we delve into it, let's take a moment and pray. Mm-hmm. Lord, we just thank you for who you are, Lord, and for your personality, God, the joy that you bring to each of us, Lord, and the life that you give us, Lord, the light, you, God, Lord. the strength that you equipped us with, Lord, when we are weak. The knowledge, the understanding, the wisdom that you have given us, Lord, and the spirit of faith that says, okay, Lord, I'll trust you and I'll do whatever it is that you said to me, Lord, because I know that the outcome will be good. And I know that you have good in store for me, Lord. And we just thank you for the soundness in our bodies, Lord, the victory that we have in your name over the enemy, over every adversary, Lord, that they come against us in one way and flee before seven, Lord. And we just thank you for your grace that covers it all, Lord, the mercy and your love that is the cherry on top, God. And we just bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everybody, to our morning Bible study as we continue discussing and studying out the Lord's house. So in the past or previous few episodes, we were discussing earth as the choosing ground and in it so and and we're discussing that so we could understand our point and our purpose here why the earth was created and we saw that in and through the lord's original pattern and design which was the garden and i want to give some some last few moments uh just open up the floor so that people have the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit was speaking and ministering to them and or to ask any questions on that section. And if there are no questions, then we'll move forward. So, anything? I just had an interesting observation. Um, It was probably um, an intended conclusion of um, (coughs) some of the things that were being expressed over the last few podcasts but the um you know we were looking at the uh the timeline and again if you're interested in the timeline if you heard that in the other podcast just send an email to a day of prayer at yahoo.com absolutely and um somebody will make sure you get a copy of it <laughs> one of won't us be will. me but <laughs> one of i'll us gladly will. volunteer somebody else to do that for you <laughs> but um thanks in, brother in looking at the timeline and thinking about time and um one of the things that was mentioned uh, as we began this um, series of the Lord's Temple, and it's been going on and on through it, is patterns. The patterns are there. Mm-hmm. The pattern of what it was like, right, in the heavenlies, and how that, and how the temple represents that, how we represent that, all those patterns. The pattern for um, cleansing and purification Amen. Right, and so um, you know, as as we were discussing last time, and I'm looking up at the timeline, I'm seeing this. It's, it's like this, this little slice of eternity. We just kind of like, okay, let's just hit a quick little pause button. We're going to reset, get everything cleansed and pure. And um, so God has shown us many times, right? So we we talked um, 
and Kamisha, you mentioned it, the uh, the women's menstruation. Mm-hmm. Right, there's a time and a period for that in the cleansing. Mm-hmm. If there's a um, discharge of bodily fluid, if you touch a dead thing, if you lots of things, right? If um, and how each one of those has a time set apart and a process mm-hmm. under which the cleansing and purification, i.e., restoration, so you can come back into the fullness, mm-hmm. is there. But all that are completed by man are temporary. Mm-hmm. They only come into fullness, and we express it in salvation through Christ. Mm-hmm. And now we get the fullness of that, so that the propitiation, the the, the debt that somebody paid for us is paid in completeness. Mm-hmm. But even at Christ's coming in what we understand as time, mm-hmm. in time. <clears throat> um, <laughs> yes. it wasn't finished. Right, that was just a part of it, right? And then there's all this other stuff that's going on in the spiritual. But we'd be given the conceptually what will happen, right? We look at Revelation and we see mm-hmm. all that, right? Mm-hmm. So, so God has to bring that all forth. That he does. And so, that what we're experiencing is we're talking about all this, and we talked about the um, the choosing ground. This is just mm-hmm. the pattern that we're seeing played out. For cleansing and purification, which will lead to full restoration, so everything can go back the way it was. That's right. There's the fullness of us having the wonderful relationship that we desire to have with our Father Creator mm-hmm. in all its fullness and all. And the plan's already been laid in place, and just letting time run its course to take that out. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody said to me once before, and it, it's uh, really neat, and it's um, it's so simple, yet it's so profound, and you can actually mull over this for quite a while. And the statement is simply, "Time takes time." That it does, yes, <laughs> it does. That t- is very t- profound. Time takes time, right? There's a time and a place for everything. Amen. And Amen. Um, while I have the mic, as I, as I mentioned um, in one of the podcasts earlier about how much I appreciate each of you and trust you in. Um, uh, allowing myself to be uh, part of what you're doing. I don't take that lightly, you know, and I trust mm-hmm. what the Lord is doing in you, and I grow and benefit, and I'm blessed by that. Praise the Lord. And just remind our listeners that, you know, if, if you are growing and blessed in that, um, consider supporting this ministry. Um, the, the, the dreams that God has um, expressed to John and Kamisha and where this ministry go, um, Financial support makes those things happen, right? That you can be part of that as well. Um, last week, I was on a, on a job, and, um, and Rich, you may understand some of this. I, I, a gentleman, I went to his house, gave him some ideas on some things that needed to be done. Take a long time to explain the whole detail, but he wasn't there. His mother-in-law was there. And um, when he saw what I provided for him with a proposal, he realized it was significantly different than everyone else. And I noticed a lot of things that mm-hmm. were extenuating circumstances that were going to make his request unable to be filled. And I said, you have to deal with all these other things if you want to have the thing that you want to have. And so he said, look, I'm going to go with you. It's obvious you're the only one that can solve this problem for me. But will you please just meet with me face to face? Sorry I didn't meet with you. Would you go over all these things with me <laughs> personally? And so he would not relent. It took me a couple more hours to go over everything with him in great detail of what I was going to do for him. And so now I've got six hours tied up in this job. And guess what? He didn't let me have the job. He only used me. 
So yesterday, I'm listening to a podcast that I listened to. This is part of a, uh, a personal daily Bible plan that I, I'm going through. And the um, woman, I say girl, she's you know, younger, but she, she, she said, hey, look, we're looking for support. And we have some things we want to do with the ministry. And we can only do them with your support. And we hate to bring it up, but we want to talk about it. And would you consider just $3 a month? But you just do $3 a month. If everybody that listened to our podcast did $3 a month, we could pay our entire staff. We could produce more content. We could help you. And I got to thinking, you know, much like what the, the customer did to me, he extracted from me value but gave nothing for it. Saw that and decided that it was, quite frankly, to steal it from me. He stole my expertise and stole my time and stole everything from me willfully and intentionally. And as I was listening to the request for finances, I went, yeah, I, I'm getting something from this every day. This is really helping me, and um, it's worthy of my support. I need to support it. Mm. And so I would just say if, if you're getting something from this, consider supporting it. I take it before the Lord. We will Amen. never, Amen. ever, ever try to. But I just wanted to contextually give you something to think about with that. So um, you can find that at dayofprayer.org. Uh, you can visit the website. You can find all kinds of ways to give, to participate, to pray. And we'd love to hear from you mm-hmm. at, a, at a day of prayer at yahoo.com. I would suggest to you, you know, feedback mm-hmm. is just as valuable, right? If, if you hear something that you think is heresy, let us know. <laughs> if, if you see something that's out of alignment, let us know. Absolutely. If you think something that could be better, let us know. We say all the time, expose the weak so it can be made strong. Absolutely. So your feedback is just as good as a financial investment. Whether it's positive or negative, we'd love to hear from you. So. Day of prayer at yahoo.com or dayofprayer.org. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you, brother. And and all the listeners as well. We'd like to invite you. If you want to be come and sit here with us and get, you know, hear, listen to the word, discuss the word together, we'd Amen. love to do that Amen. with you just to connect and we have plenty of room. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and develop our or let the Lord build up our, our bonds and our, our relationships. First and foremost with him, but then also with each other. Amen. So we're more than welcome, just reach out to us. As you, as you said, Dean, either through our email at adayofprayeryahoo.com or through our website, adayofprayer.org. Mm-hmm. And if God is, I just want to say this part, if God is placing it on your heart to partner with our ministry, um, which is what you were referencing, Dean, to partner with us and to become a part of a day of prayer in a long-term, you know, partnership, fellowship kind of way, I, I just encourage you to listen to what God's voice is telling you and allow him to move in your life in the way that he wants to and that he will get the glory for. Uh, but just because it honors God all the way around. So I want to encourage you, reach out, let us know, and we're always happy, happy to do that, and we want to partner with you likewise. Amen. So getting back to our, our Bible study, our morning Bible study. Did we leave our Bible study? Well, we're still here, but we're okay. going to focus back on the on the Word. Not, not that everything that we do is always scriptural, of course. But huh? um, everything we do here is scriptural. Okay, it is. I thought you said not that. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, everything no. we do here is okay. scriptural. Okay, all right. Glory to God. And we are getting back to the that being the focus. We were, we were talking about the garden. And Dean, you brought this up even in what you just shared. The Lord and His Patterns. And his details and, and yes, all those Lord. things, right? He teaches us. He walks with us. And he, he knows the plans that he has for us from before we were even formed in the womb, right? Plans for our good. Um, so today, we're going to move forward 
to Exodus 19. And could I get a volunteer to read the first... Mm, I want to say eight verses. I will. You said eight, uh, right? Nine verses, please. Okay. Exodus 19, one through nine? Yes. Okay. In the third month after the children of Israel had gone out the land of Egypt, on the same day they came to the wilderness of Sinai. For they departed from Rephelium, and they came to the wilderness of Sinai, and camped in the wilderness. So Israel camped there before the mountain. And Moses went up to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain, saying, Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob, and tell the, and tell the children of Israel, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I bore you on eagles' wings, and brought you to myself. Now therefore I will keep you, indeed obey my voice, and keep my commandment. Then you shall be a special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine. And you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and holy nation. These are the words which you shall speak to the children of Israel. So Moses came and called for the elders of the people, and laid before them all the works which the Lord had commanded them, him. Then all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do. So Moses brought back, brought back the words of the people to the Lord. And the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will come to you in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with you, and believe forever. So Moses told the words of the people to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, do we not see some of the same things, the patterns that the Lord was talking about, even in the garden and his eternal plan as part of this choosing ground in what we just read? Talking about the plans of the Lord, right? Plans for our well-being, prosperity, right? Yes. He says right here. You shall be a kingdom of priests, right? A kingdom of priests yes. and a holy nation. And a holy nation. Mm -hmm. You shall be to me a special treasure above all the people. Amen. And he says, the whole earth is mine. Right? And of course, he, he precedes that by saying, if you will in, indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant. There is a choice. Will you do it or won't you? And then these are the benefits of keeping the covenant, right? You see that same thing. I will be your God. You will be my people. Allowing the children of Israel the opportunity to come into that. Right? Yes. And then he doesn't continue there. Or he doesn't stop there. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, I'll get it together. <laughs> Lord, help me out. Amen. Right? But he also states to Moses, go speak these words to the people. And of course, out of obedience, Moses did. We talked about obedience being the demonstration of our love to the Lord. Right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And then we, the Lord makes a distinguishable difference. I'll come down and speak to you from to Moses from the cloud 
right? Now, if we fast forward a little bit, right? There are scripture that talks about the heart and the condition of the people, how they were afraid of the cloud, and use that as an excuse for not being obedient. But I want to point a couple things out here. And we've already kind of covered um, Exodus 20, right? He, the Lord gives the Ten Commandments, right? He speaks them to yes. Moses. And then come, you have all these... Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to overview this. The next two, three chapters, chapter... The rest of chapter 20, 21, 22, 20, chapter 23 of Exodus are also a bunch of laws. Some Bibles may label them as sundry laws, right? And then, of course, there are specifics, laws concerning servants and animals and, and all these things, right? And again, this is just an overview for time. But, uh, honey, you brought up this this point. And, and, of course, scriptural. Jesus said it. He said, Who builds a house before counting the cost? Right? That's a God principle. That is a God principle. Mm -hmm. To count the cost to see if you have what it takes to do. Yes, and we know our God is not short on power or ability or resources. <laughs> Amen. He's not short on any of those things. But we have to make the choice of what we're going to do and where we're going to invest. Right? Yes. Do we have what it takes to do what is required? And, and you can have, there's two views of, of this I'll say the if we just look at it on the surface so surface level view is wait he just gave the Ten Commandments but there's a whole bunch of additional laws mm-hmm right yes. but if we really look at those things for what they are he's showing us he's talking to the children of Israel and explaining to them this is how you live these Ten Commandments out <coughs> And you'll see this pattern throughout the word as well. The Lord gives instruction, commandments, right? Yes. But then he also demonstrates what it is to, how we're to live that out. Mm-hmm. We know that happened in the garden because as we studied it out, Adam and woman walked with who in the beginning of the day, Dean? God. In the mm. cool of the day. In the cool of the day, right? Yes. So... But it was His God Holy and Spirit. And the Holy Spirit. <laughs> right? Yeah. The Ruach, the wind. The Holy Spirit being the Ruach HaKodesh. Right? That's, that's Hebrew for the Holy Spirit. Hmm. And just in the same way, right? Jesus, our pattern and example, showed us how to live out the covenant and the Ten Commandments. Right? Yes. He demonstrated it for us. And and we didn't cover this, but even in Genesis chapter 4 with Cain and Abel, he still was giving instructions to Cain. Hey, rule over this. Rule over sin. So it's not master over you, but you should be master over it. Right? Yes. Because it seeks to have you. Mm -hmm. As we pointed out, to separate you from the blessing Mm -hmm. and or get you to forfeit the blessing. 
because of your rebelliousness. Amen. Right? And it's just short, yes. simple way to, to phrase that. But if we really look at all these laws, right, talking about justice for all and, um, you know, keeping yourself, right? Holy God. What the Lord, uh, the simplistic way to phrase it is the Lord is just demonstrating this is how you live this out in your daily life. Mm. We have taken it and said, well, these are laws. And we have to keep in or oversimplify and say, well, it's just a, a good way to live. These are morals. No, the Lord is demonstrating this is how you live this out. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And then in chapter 24, this interesting thing happens. Right? Um, the people say... Actually, can you read the first, or can I get a volunteer, to read the first eight verses of chapter 24? I'll read it. Uh, All right, Rich. (coughs) All right. Then he said to Moses, come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and 70 of the elders of Israel, and you shall worship at a distance. Moses alone, however, shall come near to the Lord, but they shall not come near, nor shall the people come up with him. Then Moses came and recounted to the people of the words of the Lord, and all the ordinance of all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words which of the Lord has spoken will, will we do. Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord. Then he arose early in the morning and built an altar at the front at the foot of the mountain with 12 pillars for the 12 tribes of Israel. He sent young men and sons of Israel and they offered burnt offerings and sacrificed young bulls as peace as peace fearings for the Lord. Uh, Moses Moses took half of the blood and put it in basins, and the other half of the blood he sprinkled on the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people, and they said, All the Lord has spoken, we will do, and we will be obedient. So Moses took the blood and sprinkled it on the people and said, Behold the blood of the covenant which the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Amen. So, the Lord gives this demonstration of how it's supposed to live out. And and sundry laws, according to the legal term, right, are extra laws. Right? They're additional parts. Additional laws to follow. Right? But the Lord showed us how what they really were were this is how you live this out in real life the people then had to make a choice whether to come into the covenant to agree and come into the covenant or not and twice they said that all that the lord has said we will do and be obedient and then what did the lord do 
Here's an altar. And here's a sacrifice to cover you. We just saw that already in the garden, right? Yes. Before they exited. Or before they were also cast out of the garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. Adam and, well, at that time Eve, right? Because now they were under the curse. Mm -hmm. The Lord made a way, a sacrifice for them. Just as he did with us. When we choose to follow Christ to, uh, and I'll say follow him, but it's really put him in his rightful place as Lord and Savior of our life. Mm -hmm. Him being our God and we choose that we are going to be his people. We enter into this covenant with him. The same thing. Now, not needed a sacrifice of bulls and goats or rams, right? Because mm -hmm. Jesus is our sacrifice. Right. He was a sacrificial lamb to and cover us. He blotted out sin, Amen. not just covered it. The, the blood of bulls and goats and those kind of things was, was temporary. Yes. It, it threw a blanket over it for a time. But if time lapsed between that and the next sacrifice, now their sin was talking again. It was able to bring destruction into their life because it had not been covered again. So that, that's why they annually had to offer the sacrifice for the people every year doing that. But it's it's a reference to what our Messiah would do once for all. And it was a, a reverence saying, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Come quickly, Lord, and move this temporary covering mm. out of the way and put in place what is permanent. The blood of Jesus now is permanent, spread on the mercy seat in heaven to remove, to blot out, to cancel, to destroy, to bring to nothing the sin that was on the books, if you will, for anyone who would partake of it. Anyone who would say, here I am, Lord Jesus, I need you. Um, believe in their heart and confess with their mouth that Jesus is Lord. That person now becomes a partaker of the obliteration of sin in their life through God and the, uh, the account of sin in their life through the blood of Jesus Christ. Now they still make mistakes as they go, but it is a, a different matter than it is having sin heaping up, never being put under the blood of Jesus that has a recompense within it mm -hmm. under, under the blood of Jesus and in covenant with him. Now he's removed the, I'm trying to think of the word for it. He's removed the account or the ledger or the template against us saying mm -hmm. we owe with our life to pay for these sins. It's now saying the debt has been paid in full. You're no longer held to this move forward with God. Or, or what you mentioned in Revelation, right, where it says the books were opened, mm -hmm. right, that accounted for what people had done, mm -hmm. that, that being the ledger, right, those okay. things being blotted out. And there is the Lamb's Book of Life to see whose name was written in, right? Mm -hmm. So after this, this is a very important thing, of course. Moses goes up with those people. Um, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and the 70 elders of Israel. It says they saw the God of Israel, and there, was under his, and there was under his feet, as it were, a paved work of sapphire stone, and it was like the very heavens in its clarity. But on the nobles of the children of Israel, he did not lay his hand. So they saw God, and they ate and drank. And then could I get a volunteer? To re uh, so, uh, in that you see fellowship, you see communion with the Lord, 
immediately following him, as in the blood being sprinkled on the people and them entering the covenant. All right? But then can I get a volunteer to read from verse 12 through the end of the chapter? I will. All right, Layla. It says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and be there, and I will give you tablets of stone and the law and commandments which I have written that you may teach them. So Moses arose with his assistant Joshua, and Moses went up to the mountain of God. And he said to the elders, Wait here for us until we come back to you. Indeed, Aaron and Hur are with you. If any man has a difficulty, let him go to them. Then Moses went up into the mountain, and a cloud covered the mountain. Now the glory of the Lord rested on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And on the seventh day he called to Moses out of the midst of the cloud. The sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. So Moses went into the midst of the cloud and went up into the mountain. And Moses was on the, top, on the mountain forty days and forty nights. Amen. So in this, a couple of key points, just very quickly. In verse 12, the Lord says to Moses, come up to me on the mountain, I'll be there. He says, I will give you tablets of stone and the law and the commandments. And what's immediately following that? Which, which I have written. Which I have written. Mm. Past tense. It was already done. But he will give it to Moses. Why? So he could teach it. Mm. Now, in Amen. other podcasts, we talked about Abraham. And the Lord said to Abraham, should I not tell Abraham what I'm about to do? Because why? He would teach his children about him. He will teach his children about God. me, about God. God. After him. That's right. At, exactly. Mm -hmm. Same thing. Same pattern. Right? So we see this pattern with the Lord. He always teaches those, especially who will enter in covenant with him. Right? Yes. About himself. Not just what he does, but his ways and his thoughts about him. Right? Yes. John, I know you're trying to wrap it up, uh, but just a quick question there. I, I never noticed this before. Um, in this, the last section we just read there, um, are we, um, does, does that mean that Moses actually waited six days before he went up on the mountain and then spent 40 days there? Yes. Because it says he went up after the cloud, after the Lord called him. He went up on the mountain and he was there for 40 days. So he waited six days and, and then, then was up there for 40 days. Well, yes. And on the seventh day he went up. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was even longer. Right. Yeah. Just, just an interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I, you know, which is amazing, right? Just sustained that whole time. But then here he was with all the seven <laughs> elders and with the, the other key people feasting with the Lord. Yeah. With an incredible, incredible time, I'm sure. Uh, just just the Lord sustaining as he, him as he does all of us. All of us, which is just incredible. But then again, you see that same pattern, right? It's working for six days, right? The cloud covered it for six days. And then on the seventh day, Right? So we noticed that pattern as well that we just saw with creation in the garden. Yes? 
Yes. All right. Our God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he already has planned it. And he's already done it. And he's already given it. Right? That's what we saw there. I'll give you the tablets of stone and the law and the commandments. I will give those to you, which I have written. I've already done it. Or he's already done it. Not me. Mm. The Lord has already (laughs) done it. All right, amen. Mm. All right. So let's pause there for today. And could I get a volunteer to close us out? I will. All right, I promise. Well, I just thank you for today. I just thank you for giving us a covering, Lord. And I also just thank you for making we're able to be with you and we don't have to be afar off. Well, I also just thank you for just making we're we're able to talk to you face to face. Mm -hmm. In the name of Jesus, amen. Jesus, amen. 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 We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.